thank you for joining the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Northwestern Division for today's Missouri River Basin Conference Call. This call is our monthly update to provide an update of current runoff conditions in the Missouri River Basin. These calls are only part of our efforts to communicate with basin residents. We place all our news releases on our website at nwd.usace.army.mil and on social media at NWDUSACE. We do encourage the public to use these resources as well as our web app to get the latest information from the Corps, the National Weather Service, and other partner agencies. These calls are provided as a courtesy to congressional representatives, tribal, state, and local government officials, including levy sponsors and emergency managers and the media. I am Eileen Williamson, and I will be moderating today's call. This call is recorded and will be placed on the Defense Video and Imagery Distribution System, and links are available at nwd.usace.army.mil slash MRWM for Missouri River Water Management under latest news. Your participation acknowledges your consent to be recorded. If you are not connected to the webinar, the slides are linked at the bottom of today's press release and on the front page of the Missouri River Water Management webpage, which is nwd-mr.usace.army.mil. All lines have been placed on mute. To unmute your call to ask a question, press star six. If you had the webinar call your phone, it is possible that you have been double muted on the webinar and on your phone. Please be aware that despite all that, the force mute function may still not work on all phones. So if I ask, please use your phone's own mute function to avoid interrupting the call. Do not place the call on hold. If you ask a question, ask your question and then mute your phone afterward to avoid feedback. The agenda for today's call is as follows. From NOAA, Mr. Doug Cluck, the National Weather Service Missouri Basin River Forecast Center, Mr. Kevin Lau, the Missouri River Water Management Division, Mr. John Remus, and representatives of his staff. We also have Mike Doolin with the Kansas City District uh, Readiness Branch available to talk about levy updates. And then these updates will be followed by a question and answer session. Calls for questions will not be part of the recording if none are asked. I will turn the call over now to Doug Cluck. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks to the Corps and all of you who uh, are listening today. <clears throat> I'll give a brief, uh, hopefully, brief uh, outlook and look back in our conditions over the Missouri Basin. Let's go to the next slide in terms of the climate and the weather. Yeah, so uh, looking over uh, the last 90 days, basically the beginning of March till uh, the beginning of June, uh, temperatures on the left, the warmer colors, the oranges, yellows, reds, uh, indicate uh, warmer than normal conditions. Actually, the, uh, the yellow and light green are pretty close to near normal. So really, for the most part of the last 90 days, I'd say we're in the western part of the uh, basin were averaging oh a little bit below normal and then sort of a little bit above normal to the west or to the east I'm sorry and northeast in the basin 
Uh, in terms of precipitation on the right, the right panel, uh, we see that the darker mm, greens to purple colors uh, indicate uh, heavier than normal precipitation, and, and in some cases, quite a bit more than normal. Uh, Western Kansas, uh, Eastern Colorado, where it was desperately needed. Uh, maybe not quite as desperately needed as uh, up to the north, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, the southern part of the basin got uh, uh, decent rainfall over those 90 days. But as you can see, as you move sort of towards the north and a little bit to the northwest, there are indications of lower precipitation percentages uh, of normal. Next slide, please. Over the last 30 days, there we go. Uh, pretty much the entire basin, uh, or looking at the panel on the left, show below normal temperatures and, and pretty darn uh, cool for that time of year, uh, May basically, uh, in the lower basin and in the far upper basin and sort of in between, but definitely below normal uh, throughout the basin in terms of temperature, which is actually somewhat of a saving grace, especially where it was dry, uh, just a little bit less evaporation and evapotranspiration from plants and things like that. Um, in some ways, that's good. Uh, percent of perc the percent of normal precipitation on the right panel shows, again, that heavy precipitation across uh, lower, lower parts of the basin, mainly way to the south and southwest. Uh, a little bit of hint of above normal precipitation. Whoa, shook that thing off there. Uh, above normal precipitation in North and South Dakota, right on top of the, so, some of the worst drought areas. And then, of course, in the upper uppermost basin um, of the Missouri Basin, uh, some higher elevation precipitation. Uh, but some continuing worrisome dry areas in uh, Montana, Wyoming, and the South and North Dakota uh, as well over the last 30 days. Let's go to the next slide. <clears throat> Uh, this is the outlook for the next seven days. Where you see white, there is a prediction of zero rain, more or less. For uh, uh, and that's centered, I would say, centered on the uh, on the on the basin, on the Missouri basin. And there are indications of some fairly light precipitation far to the north in Montana and in the lower basin, maybe a bit more than light, I guess, here and there. Uh, but I, no one's expecting a, a a major drought buster or major flood uh, occurrence over the next seven days. Next slide. So here's the look at week two, that's June 10th to the 16th. Uh, those colors on the left, again, looking at the temperature predictions, show a pretty strong uh, leaning towards well above, <coughs> excuse me, well above normal temperatures during this period, uh, that's not good, uh, especially when you couple it with the image on the right showing a propensity towards drier than normal conditions over that week as well. Um, you know, in the next day or two, we're gonna reach the hundreds in North and South Dakota and other places up there. So it's an unusual weather pattern in the short and sort of medium term here. The next two weeks uh, aren't, are not what we'd like to see, especially during sort of our wetter season. 
uh, May and June tend to be our wetter seasons in terms of the plains and major rainfall events. Uh, it doesn't mean we can't make it up, but uh, this is, you know, on top of already dry areas, this is not what we really wanted to see. Next slide, please. Um, we also want to see this, kind of continuing the, uh, the same, uh, in the same vein. Uh, temperatures on the left, again, those are enhanced. Where you see the, the orangish, brownish, tannish colors are enhanced probabilities of uh, above normal uh, precipitation. And those, as you can see, um, are, of course, are centered most heavily on the west, but also stretch into the northern plains and, of course, most of the upper basin. Uh, in terms of precipitation, we're seeing a, uh, a leaning towards drier conditions, more or less towards the upper basin, um, some, some areas of white in there, which means we're not really sure, meaning equal chances of, equal chances of above, below, or even near normal precipitation in the white EC areas, if you will. No above normal precipitation uh, for the month of June um, is expected. Next slide. Oop. And then the three, whoop, yep, no, the other way. Uh, keep going. One more. Yeah. June, July, and August. What's the summer look like in terms of uh, temperatures? Well, uh, again, those warming colors, those tans to orange colors, indicate better chances for uh, above normal uh, temperatures. Um, not exactly the greatest thing for us, uh, especially where you have drought already. And, uh, and, and I guess someone may comment on quick snow melt. Um, I should have said that during June, the June outlook or the next two weeks when it's supposed to be so, so warm, um, that's going to enhance snow melt in the short run, but also melt off a lot of that snow uh, relatively quickly in the higher elevations. Um, so anyway, uh, the temperature outlook for this summer for the most part, except for Missouri <laughs> and Western Iowa, uh, is uh, uh, better chances for above normal temperatures. And then uh, sort of correspondingly, if you will, uh, a, lean, a slight leaning towards drier than normal conditions. Also for most of the basin, especially upper basin, but most of the basin in a, in a drier mode as well for the summer. Let's go to the next slide. <clears throat> Here's the current uh, drought monitor map. And you see the on the left, the Missouri watershed there, uh, the reds and dark, dark reds, which is D4, uh, indicating uh, exceptional drought, very rare drought in that, that, little, that little area of North Dakota. And, you know, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say what it's going to be a month from now, but based on everything I just showed you, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not going to be as good as it is now. <laughs> so looking at the map on the right, sort of agrees with that assessment. Um, this is the outlook from May through the end of August. The brown areas are places that are already in D, uh, I believe it's D2 or worse, or D1 or worse drought, already in a drought condition. There's no, um, the, the, the forecasters are, are saying it's not going to get better. And in fact, in those yellow areas, sort of filling in the holes, if you will, uh, up there, uh, it is supposed to get worse. 
during during that period. I think we should go to the next slide. Here's the summation of everything that uh, I just said. Basically, uh, the one thing I didn't mention is El Nino because there's really not much to mention. There won't have much impact El Nino or La Nina right now on, on us. Uh, generally, wet and lower basin uh, are the current conditions. Uh, uh, definitely on the dry side in the upper basin. The cooler temperatures did help us so far, but as you, as you probably are feeling today, and we'll be feeling over the next few days, those cooler temperatures are gone. Uh, we may get a little bit of that relief in this lower part of the basin, but even down here, if you will, uh, things are going to start perking up and becoming more summer-like. Uh, we're going to get uh, expanded uh, evaporation and, and, and heat. So anyway, the outlook for the short term, very warm, very warm, mostly in the north, and precipitation favors below normal. Uh, in the short term, and then longer, longer term, in other words, monthly and seasonally, we're talking about still mainly above normal temperatures and drier, ma mainly drier north and west basin, if you will, uh, most of the basin in that case. And there's the advertisement for the uh, webinar for a lot more information than I provided here. Uh, is it next week? Uh, no, 17, two weeks. For now, and I think that, that may be all I have. Thank you. Thanks, Doug, and to you, Kevin. Thank you, Eileen. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. As Doug said, um, on behalf of the National Weather Service, we'd like to thank the uh, Corps of Engineers for inviting us to these series of calls. I'll be going over uh, the flood outlook. Mountain snowpack has already seen its 2021 seasonal peak accumulation, and we are now on the recession side for um, almost all, well, all of the basins. Uh, overall, the mountainous snow water equivalent, that is the amount of liquid that was uh, stored in the pack at the point of this year's peak accumulation was lower than normal. Lower elevation melt began in mid to late April, and we are now uh, well into the higher elevation melt uh, today. The National Weather Service June water supply forecast was issued this morning. The June through September runoff volume uh, forecast remains uh, below to well below normal for the mountainous west. We are not expecting any significant flooding from mountain snowmelt. Soil moisture conditions have improved in the lower basin, specifically in Nebraska, Kansas, and the state of Missouri. However, uh, the latest drought monitor, as Doug showed, uh, that was released today, continues to show uh, over 60% of the basin soils as being abnormally dry or worse. And therefore, much of the Missouri River Basin has a reduced risk for flooding this year as compared to normal. With that said, we did experience two to three rounds of minor to moderate flooding over eastern Kansas and the state of Missouri uh, this past month. Rain events drive springtime flooding in the lower basin, and we are projecting on again, off again, minor to moderate flooding in the lower basin between now 
and late August. And this is shown here as the orange and red dots that you see in the map on the right. And all this is typical for the lower basin. Thank you. This concludes the National Weather Service Flood Potential Brief. Back to you, Eileen. Thanks, Kevin. And I will hand it to John Remus, who will then uh, transfer to Kevin Grody and the rest of his staff. John. Thank you, Eileen. And thank you to Doug Cluck and Kevin Lau for their insights. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm John Remus, Chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division. Our office is responsible for regulating the Missouri River Mainstem Reservoir System. I will provide some general, general remarks, and then I will turn the discussion over to my senior staff for more detailed information. I want to again assure everyone in the basin that the Corps of Engineers remains fully committed to our flood risk reduction mission, protecting stakeholders when we can from significant runoff events that pose a threat to human health and safety. Floods can and will occur regardless of basin or system condition. This includes ice-induced flooding during the winter freeze-in and the spring breakup periods. Also, widespread thunderstorms in the lower Missouri River Basin can and do occur. Runoff from these large storm events in the lower basin cannot always be mitigated by the operation of the mainstream reservoirs. Further, it is important to understand that the volume, timing, and location at which runoff enters the system significantly impacts the timing and amount of releases from our reservoirs. Each runoff season or flood event is unique. Care should be taken when comparing one event to another. The 2021 Upper Basin Runoff Forecast continues to be very low. Kevin Grody and Mike Swinson will provide more details as, as to how this will likely impact operations of the system. Our studies indicate that the that water conservation measures will be implemented this year. These measures will be less than full service navigation flow support and below normal winter release rates. Lower than full service flow support may impact navigation channel width and depth at some location. The lower releases from our dams are likely to cause water access issues. I will I urge all water users, particularly intake owners, to assess the possible impacts and risks to their facility, and if needed or desired, begin preparing for the possibility of lower river and reservoir levels later this summer and during the fall and winter. Yesterday, I signed a letter to intake operators in the lower basin. This letter is intended to inform the intake operators of the forecasted conditions and system of operations for the 2021 and 2022 winter. The Corps is not directing anyone to take a particular action. However, it is important that everyone assess and understand the risk to their individual facility, and if needed or desired, begin taking steps to ensure reliability. A copy of this letter will be available on the Northwestern Division website as soon as all the letters have been sent out. The Corps of Engineers understands the importance of the Missouri River in providing water for irrigation, municipal, and industrial uses throughout the basin. We try to operate the system to meet the water supply requirements of the basin to the extent reasonably possible. There is and will be adequate water in the reservoirs and in the river reaches between the reservoirs and below the system to serve all water supply needs. The Corps of Engineers does not provide or guarantee access to the water. 
Maintaining access to the water is the individual facility owner operator's responsibility. We will continue to meet our statutory obligations to operate the Missouri River Mainstream Reservoir System for its authorized purposes as described in the Master Water Control Manual. We will also continue to comply with all laws and the provisions of the 2018 Biological Opinion. Lastly, the runoff forecast that Kevin Grody will discuss in a few minutes is based on the best available information. It is important to understand that the forecast can and will likely change. This concludes my remarks. Thank you very much. I will now turn the discussion over to Kevin Grody. Thank you, John. Eileen, can you hear me? Yes. All right. So I'm on slide 14. May runoff above Sioux City, Iowa was 2.1 million acre feet, which is 61% of average. Now this follows a very dry April. Soil conditions in the upper basin continue to be extremely dry during the mountain snowmelt and spring rainfall portion of the runoff season. So let's move to slide 17. I'm sorry, slide 15. The current dry soil conditions and NOAA's latest outlooks calling for warmer than normal temperatures and drier than normal precipitation has resulted in the 2021 calendar year runoff forecast of 17.9 million acre feet, which is 69% of average. And this is a slightly lower, or excuse me, which is slightly higher than what we forecast last month. If realized, the 17.9 million acre feet would rank as the 22nd lowest of record. So let's go to slide 16. So as noted previously by Doug Cluck, dry soil conditions are present in the upper basin, particularly in North Dakota and Eastern Montana. Because of the soil moisture deficits in the upper basin, we believe that this will lessen the amount of runoff we see in the Missouri River for mountain snowmelt and rainfall events. So let's go to slide 17. As noted by Kevin Lau, mountain snowpack has peaked in both reaches and, and is starting to melt off. In the Fort Peck reach, the snowmelt or the snowpack peaked in late March at 86% of the normal peak, and in the Garrison reach, it peaked in late April at 96% of the normal peak. So to summarize, given the dry soil moisture conditions and below average stream flow and the extended warm and dry climate outlooks, we expect runoff to remain below average during the remainder of the calendar year. That concludes my part. I'll now turn it over to Mike Swenson. Okay, thanks, Kevin. Uh, to start, Gavin's Point releases averaged 29,400 CFS in May. Releases are currently at 29,500 and will likely be increased to 30,000 CFS in the next few days. Slide 19 shows the system storage. System storage is currently at 55.3 million acre feet, 0.8 million acre feet below the base of the flood control zone. Now moving on to the monthly simulations or the monthly studies. The basic simulation uses the runoff forecast that Kevin just discussed 
Due to the amount of variability in precipitation and other hydrologic factors that can occur over the next several months, <clears throat> we also develop an upper and lower runoff that are then used in the upper and lower basic simulations. These simulations provide a range of reservoir elevations and releases that may be expected under the different runoff scenarios. The discussion to follow will mainly focus on the basic or most likely runoff forecast. Information on the other simulations is posted on our webpage. So on slide uh, 20 here, Fort Peck, Garrison, and Oahe are currently 0 0.9, 2.4, and 1.7 feet below the base of their respective flood control pools. As shown on the basic forecast, Fort Peck Reservoir is not expected to enter the flood pool and generally remains steady over the next several months. Peak releases are expected to average about 9,500 CFS this summer. Pearson Reservoir is expected to peak near elevation 1838.4, 0 0.9 feet into the 16.5 foot flood pool, which extends from elevation 1837.5 to 1854. Peak releases are expected to average about 22,000 CFS this summer. With the basic forecast, Oahe Reservoir is also not expected to enter its flood pool. Peak releases are expected to average about 32,000 CFS this summer. I'm now on slide 21, which details the master manual system storage check. The service level is used to determine releases from Gavin's Point Dam to support navigation and in, common, and in combination with the bank stabilization and navigation project to help provide an eight to nine foot deep navigation channel downstream. We are currently providing full service flow support based on the March 15th storage check. Full service flow support along with the BSNP is designed to provide a nine foot deep navigation channel. For the full service level on the basic simulation, Gavin's Point monthly average releases are approximately 30,000 CFS. Releases will depend on downstream conditions and will be reduced in response to downstream flooding. The effectiveness of the reservoir system to reduce peak stages along the lower river diminishes as you move downstream due to the travel time. The service level for the remainder of the navigation season and the navigation season length are based on the July 1 system storage. Under the basic forecast, flow support for navigation would be reduced to 1,000 CFS under the full service level following the July 1st storage check, and a full eight-month navigation season would be provided. The basic forecast also indicates winter releases of 12,000 CFS. Note that under the lower basic forecast, which is a drier condition, flow support for navigation is reduced below full service by about 2,000 CFS after the July 1 storage check. Next slide. Annual energy generation at the main stem dams under the basic simulation is 8.8 .8 billion kilowatt hours. The long-term average is 9.5 billion kilowatt hours. And my last slide is slide 23, which shows the Missouri River Basin weekly update, which is found on our website at the address shown at the top of the slide. This webpage gives a general overview of the current conditions in the Missouri River Basin and is updated weekly, usually on Tuesday morning. 
Thank you, and that concludes my comments. I'll turn it back to Eileen. Thanks, Mike. And I'm going to pass it to uh, Mike Doolin for an update on levies. Hi, thanks, Eileen. Audio good? Yep. All right, appreciate it. Hey, everybody, I'm Mike Doolin, uh, Emergency Manager here in the Kansas City District. Uh, I'll provide you a, a very quick update on our levy rehab efforts since last time we talked. Uh, as you saw in the National Weather Service brief, it's been pretty dry up in the northern part of the basin, but down here in the southern part of the basin in the Kansas City District, uh, it's been pretty wet over the last four weeks. So fortunately, for the most part, the heaviest of that rainfall has been falling to our west and southwest, so it hasn't caused any uh, major headaches on the Missouri River, uh, but it has been enough to slow down our construction efforts a bit. I think last time I reported to you, uh, I talked about overall construction complete being in the 75, mid-70 range. We're up to about the 80% the range now as far as overall construction complete. Uh, 41 of our total projects are 100% complete. And then there's uh, about eight or 10 that are in the 90 to 99% complete range. And so as soon as we uh, get a streak of dry weather here, our contractors will be able to get out there and, uh, and knock those out at a quicker pace. Uh, we do have four levy systems in the Kansas City District that still remain breached. That's Holt 9 and Holt 10 up in Holt County, Missouri. Uh, Holt 9's projected breach closure date or level of protection restored date rather uh, is August, uh, August 15th. Uh, Holt 10 scheduled to have level of prote protection restored on June 15th. Then uh, R500, that's a Fed levy in Donovan County, Kansas. Uh, projected level of protection restored date again is uh, June 15th on that one. And then Rushville Sugar Lake, which is in Platt and Buchanan counties, uh, level of protection restored date on that one is September 1st. And then most recently, we were able to advertise one of two remaining projects yet to be advertised, and that was Two Creek out in uh, Warren County, Missouri, and that was advertised uh, for bids on May 27th, and that will be open for a period of 30 days. So with that, uh, that's, that's really all I've got for you today. And then when we get to the Q&A, if you have any questions on specific levy rehab projects, I'm, I'm happy to answer them. So thank you very much. All right, thank you, Mike. And uh, just for everyone, um, we have decided that we will hold calls in July and August to provide updates on the drought conditions so there will be a call next month on July 8th at 1 p.m. And expect to see an invitation for that in the days prior. This slide provides you the name, spelling, and email addresses for our speakers today if you have further follow-up questions. Uh, but we will move to the question and answer session. Uh, we have 103 participants on the line, don't seem to have too many issues with um, people talking over each other. So what I'm going to do is just whether you're congressional or tribal or media or levy sponsor, when I call your state, just speak up. Let me know your name and the organization you represent to ask your question. Remember to press star six to come off mute and perhaps um, unmute yourself on your computer. And with that, I will begin with the state of Iowa.
Kansas. Missouri. Again, star six to come off mute and perhaps come off mute on your computer. Uh, any representative or media outlet from the state of Missouri. Okay, Montana. Nebraska. North Dakota. South Dakota. Eileen, this is Jody at DRG Media Group in Pier. Hey, Jody. Um, looking at, of course, Lake Oahe when I'm here in Pier, but um, just the function of the river in general, you know, in, in a couple years ago, we were high stages and, and worried about flooding and, and various things happening and managing accordingly. Could somebody just kind of recap, now that we're kind of at the opposite end of it with the drought and the lower water level, just kind of recap what the the focus is for um, levels and releases uh, through the next few months? Yeah, Jody, this is John Remus. Um, well, the uh, the system is runoff driven, so our 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 decisions on releases from any of the reservoirs is based on the uh, the water in storage and the runoff that we we see coming into that particular project and the system as a, as a whole. So, because we uh, the, the drought actually started last summer, where we, the runoff uh, started to uh, taper off quite a bit, we are now focused on uh, operating the system for uh, to meet downstream flow targets uh, rather than evacuation of flood water. And uh, so it's the runoff that drives our, our, our decision making uh, or focuses our attention, I guess, if that's the way, way you want to put it. And the runoff has just been well below average. As Kevin Grody showed on his chart, every month this year it's been below average except in January uh, when we were still having seen pretty good base flows out of some of the tributaries. So that's the... Uh, that's the reason for our our focus now. I hope that answers your question. If not, uh, let me know. Certainly does. Thanks, John. Thanks, Jody. Any other questions, State of South Dakota? And Wyoming? Any others, national press, or final questions? Star six to unmute, unmute on your computer. And John, did you have any closing comments? Uh, yeah, just uh, again, uh, thank everybody for uh, dialing in. Um, as Eileen said, we, we're going to extend the uh, monthly calls into July and into August, and then we'll play it by ear to see if we need to go any further than that. Uh, as always, if you have questions, you can leave uh, uh, an email on our Missouri River uh, 
water management uh, email account, or you can call myself, uh, Kevin Grody, or Mike Swenson. Again, thank you. Thank Doug and uh, Kevin for their uh, their input as well. Back to you, Eileen. All right, thank you. And that concludes today's call. We'll have the, the recording up on our website and send the invitation for um, July's call uh, a few days prior. Thank you again, everyone. That concludes today's call.